Hello, listeners. This is Jim the Keys bartender coming today to you from... I'm looking out the window. A beautiful sunny. I've been outside already. It's not like I'm just looking outside. I'm just saying at the moment it is beautiful out there. Uh, I'd like to send my uh, cares and concerns to the people of Puerto Rico and uh, Dominican Republic and everyone affected by Hurricane Fiona, which is now approached going north. Yeah, it is hurricane season. And the people in our neck of the woods, yeah, you know what? Considering that hurricanes can go travel much further north than they have before. Matter of fact, it's going to be uh, Category 3 up near the, if you go, if it were to go west about 500 miles, it would be hitting the mid-Atlantic states. But, uh, you know, I guess you're more, we, we are right in the center of it. You're always very, very concerned about tropical storms. So there's a couple waves coming out at us. Um, so we have to be concerned about for at least, they say typically, typically hurricanes season ends sometime in November. I mean, there have been November uh, hurricanes, but we're getting right past the peak and it's starting to fall right now. But I guess that might change considering that the water temperature is so high out there, the ocean water temperature. But this isn't a forecast show. It's not a weather show. This is the Keys Bartender Show. And a lot of times... And when you're working in the business as a bartender, a server, or anybody really, when a customer or patron has a complaint, a lot of times, you know, you just, they, I guess corporate restaurants have a different way they want you to respond to people who have a complaint about the product they're served sometimes. But sometimes it's an honest mistake. Someone reads a tip, ticket wrong, or, you know, they just, it just, they didn't cook it long enough sometimes. It happens. It happens. Mistakes happen. People are humans. Even machines make mistakes, right? So, but the, the differences, the real differences, you know, between people is not whether they make mistakes or not, is how they handle it. And I've learned through the year, years, whenever I had the ability to assume the responsibility for certain people. I'll assume the responsibility and say, listen, this didn't come out right. This isn't what I ordered. And I can look at the ticket and I can say, oh, this is exactly what, I mean, this isn't what you ordered either. This isn't what i written down. But I can always deflect the blame. But I found it behooved me. And this is... You know, this isn't just because, this isn't because I'm a great guy. I just I say, listen, it was my mistake. I am so sorry. And because I know how to make the apology that I want to make, I say, listen, I'll fix this up. I'll do this. And you know, sometimes people don't like it. They they won't be happy. Some people won't be happy if the kitchen made the mistake or you made the mistake. In this business, at least, but at least. When they're unhappy with me, I can just say, and, you know, one of the 
you know, the owner comes up and asks what happened. And so, well, the kitchen made a mistake and all this mistake and this was done. I mean, sometimes it's my mistake. So it's really easy to assume responsibility. But I don't do it as a uh, to be a martyr or anything like that. I do it because I know how, I know how I'm going to apologize and I know how I'm going to work it out. Instead of having, you know, these guys are working in the kitchen, it's really hot and stuff like that, and there's only a certain amount of complaints you can handle. There isn't the processing and stuff like that where you start, you know, devaluing yourself as a person when you start these mistakes pile up. And sometimes it piles up a lot. The busier it is, the more mistakes happen. It just happens. But by and large, at least the place I work, they get it right. But it's almost human nature, though, when it comes to blame, though. When anything is not right, they need something to blame. Not saying people aren't. They don't want to just say, hey, that's just the way it is. And it's not always just the way it is. Sometimes, like when it rains, sometimes when it rains, you you can be angry. People are waiting, especially down here in tourist destinations. You have people that want to go fishing. And there could be stormy weather or the, the seas could be very choppy. And a lot of these charter captains realize they say we can't go out it's real rough it's going to make it hard to fish a lot of you guys will get sick you really can't handle it you get banged up people can get hurt but then they don't realize that the weather really affects it and they can't see like inside inside the reef at least once you leave the canals here or the dock you got a couple miles to go out before you get beyond the reef. And that's where the wells, the big swells, I said wells, but the swells build up and make it real dangerous. And they're just looking out for you. And people want to say, well, the guy didn't want to go out today because of a little rain or a little that. And a little that. Well, you know what? People need someone to blame. If they're late for work, people could be chronically late for work. Think of that. That happens to everyone. You you know somebody who's chronically late for work and appointments, and they always have an excuse or blame. Oh, it was the traffic. It was this. It was that. Completely disregarding that they're almost always late, and they never make any adjustments to know that, well, if I'm always late, maybe I should leave a little earlier. I, I don't like being late all the time, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about people that want to, you want to direct the blame to someone, and it feels better that way. I'm going to tell you a little personal story about this. <clears throat> it happened to me today. You've heard me, if you're a listener to a podcast, excuse me while I clear my throat. <clears> throat. That's not the same thing. I'm not saying excuse me while I clear my throat if you're a listener to a podcast. If you're a listener to a podcast, you may have heard me speak about my the way I get with technology when it doesn't work because there's a lot of things going on today at my part-time job they have a very secure since it's a hospital I work at they have a very secure computer network and they have a multi-layered authentication system I'm not going to go over what it is I'm not going to go over that. But it's a, if you don't use it all the time, it gets kind of, it seems kind of convoluted. 
You know, first, when you're logging in to your account and if you're not at work, they got to call you. They got to call you and then you got to put in a code. So not only are you putting in your email and user, I mean, username, a password, you're, you're putting in a PIN code. Well, now they added an extra layer like that wasn't enough. And a lot of people are doing that because of, I, you know, yeah, I like to blame hackers. <laughs> but that's human nature. People are always going to try to, uh, you know, certain people are going to take shortcuts and try to take things that aren't theirs. And the old way of stealing, breaking into someone's house is inelegant compared to hacking where you can go in and break in and get credit information or you can get access to their files and hold them ransom. That's ransomware. So whenever I have difficulty with nowadays, it's not just logging on. You gotta log on with credentials. You gotta you gotta figure a way how to save passwords where you they're safe. You gotta set them up. Passwords are getting longer and longer. It just you know originally passwords could have been like six letters. You know? It was what was that a famous one for a famous one? It's not famous. For in the movie uh, National Treasure, Nicolas Cage, one of the passwords was Valley Forge. Valley Forge, National Treasure. And he, they were always using the passwords that had to do, you know, if you were going to have a password, you shouldn't name your dog, your kid, your hometown. You shouldn't use that stuff the year you, you're, you're your birth. I mean, people used to leave a string of numbers like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You know, oh, that's great. So once they figure out one, two, the hacker's thinking, well, this idiot probably just put a string of numbers together or a string of letters and then numbers. So, you know, when you get a, a string of 12 random numbers, it would take, it would take forever for someone to figure out 12 numbers. You know how many permutations, how many different, as long as it's not 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. I'm saying random numbers. It's, well, actually, that would be more than 12 numbers, wouldn't there? But you get my drift. So whenever I have difficulty, whether they're logging in or something like that, I like to blame... I always blame the IT department of any organization. And that's incorrect. They're just doing their job. They're just trying to make it safe. They're trying to make their computer systems that they manage more impermeable to malicious attacks. So we just have to roll with the punches but i it's still difficult sometimes so difficult to even operate technology so i was doing one of the required education portions that i have to do about four times a year and i was able to do it yesterday but today i wasn't able to get access to it i had to change my password which worked yesterday and they decided I needed to change my password today. And what happens is when I use that and put it in, and normally if I'm off-site, which I really didn't understand because 
they they were trying to call me and I was in, in this system. So that, that didn't make any sense. I got to straighten that one part out. But I tried it when I came home where we an automated service would call you and ask you to put in a pin. And for some reason, I kept on doing it. I kept not getting calls, not getting calls. Because usually you hit the button enter and a phone rings, asks you to, it prompts you for that and you put in your number. I won't tell you what the number is though. That would be a silly, silly thing to do. But as it turned out, I was angry about this. And I called my manager and I said, listen, they're making these convoluted things. I'm blaming the IT department for making it more difficult to log in. When in all actuality, and when I found out later, when I was looking at my phone, that there was a bunch of phone calls coming in from the same number Right around the time I was trying to log in, there was eight phone calls corresponding with eight attempts. And that was the service going up. And for some reason, my phone wasn't working. So this is where, <laughs> this is another thing. Now, I had three separate technology issues today. So I'm looking through my iPhone. I'm thinking, why is it not ringing? I'm thinking, oh, I have, they have a setup that's called Focus and this and that. And I go through each section of my settings, each section. I'm thinking, what did I do? And I couldn't figure out. And I didn't even know this was a feature. Once I, after an hour and a half, of saying, I'm not getting, my, my phone's not ringing. I tried to get Alexa to call my number and all that. I noticed there's a setting that says, no, don't make notifications for unrecognized numbers. Well, that sucks for a business. It should prompt you to say, listen, if you check this, which I must have checked it, if you check this, you will not get any phone calls from anybody that hasn't called you before. Well, that's just, that's, uh, I want to say, I'm going to blame them for giving you that feature. But, I mean, it's a nice feature, I guess, if you're someone that only takes phone calls from people you know. Unrecognized numbers. But that's kind of crazy if you have, let's say you have a family and someone has to use someone else's phone, then they can't reach you. Because they don't recognize the number. So that's what was happening. Any unrecognized or un unlabeled number that didn't have an ID attached to it, it wouldn't ring to my phone. And that took about an hour to figure out. And while I was doing it, I didn't lose my shit. I didn't quite lose my shit. I could have. And the third thing, there's uh, recently I've been trying to up the game when it comes to the podcast. I'm trying to generate revenue. And luckily, the numbers have been going up. So I probably will be able to do that, even if I was just able to do it on my own. But I was thinking there's a lot of companies out there that offer technology that make it a lot easier to do things like be able to sell merchandise like T-shirts or, or, or mugs or little shot glasses, whatever, hats that have the logo of the podcast. Not that at this time, there's going to be a, a lot of people buying, but I can see in the future if the numbers keep on going up, that would make sense. So I've been going on and on. I had two meetings with uh, a, 
someone. I won't say what it is because I don't want to poo-poo them because I don't even know right now if it's me or the product I'm trying out. But I'm going online. I'm trying. It's been... I tried 20 times. And I get to this signing, sign-in, and I send... I put the information I'm supposed to, and it just stays there. It's kind of like a front page on a website. And it just slowly scrolls to about six pictures about the features of this program I want to use. But it doesn't go any further. So I'm not able to really access any of the features, which I want to try out, which was the idea when I spoke to the person last. I haven't. I have. It's been three. It's going on two weeks right now. It's been two weeks. I said three weeks. Two weeks, and I haven't been able to do it. Now, I thought for a moment that maybe because of the antivirus software and VPN software I have on my laptop could be blocking the cookies or anything that they need to, you know, to have to put, I mean, I don't know how necessarily how tracking cookies work, but they, some sites require them in order for them to operate. And I thought, well, this could be it. So I try it on my, another device that doesn't use the antivirus software. And the same thing happens. It just stays. It doesn't go any further. It just doesn't say whether it's the right pass, username and password or anything like that. It doesn't say it's unrecognizable. It just doesn't move on. And I've, I have another meeting plan with this person, but I don't have any, I don't have any real world, world experience with using the program. So I had to send an email to the person or a text message. And I, you know, pretty much said, hey, listen, um, I really like the idea of this program, but until I'm able to access the program itself or the app application, to be more exact, it's, I want to forego having another meeting because it's kind of, why would we have a meeting if I don't even, we, I don't have any additional information we have to talk about yet. Until I try it out because right now I can I could be using it. But I'm kinda glad I'm not. Because I'm really not really not ready. I'm I'm working to work the sound. You notice if you go back a couple shows, you'll know if I was using the same microphone I have right now, and I'm imagining, I'm hoping that the sound quality is much better than it was when I was using for some reason when I'm using a laptop. And this has been five years for me. Anytime, the, the most important part of a podcast is the sound. And then the second one is editing. And uh, I guess right in there is content. But I want to blame somebody when it doesn't work. Now, is it the sound card or something, the way it records. I use the same program, an application. It's a hosted application. I guess everything's a hosted application. It's a podcast recording application to record the podcast that I use on my laptop, that I use also use on my Chromebook. For some reason, though, if I use 
the same application. I guess it's not exactly the same, but it's the back end is the same on the program. Um, and I plug it in with the same wire, the microphone, the powered microphone. It's a snowball microphone, it's called. Uh, a powered microphone will pick up all the sound. It, it's, it's very sensitive. That's why you might hear right now, you might hear the uh, AC going. Because I'm near an AC unit. I'm not really close to it, but you might hear a little buzz in the background. I don't have a problem with that. You might have a problem with it, but I don't have a problem with it. I do have a problem with the echo that occurs on the laptop. When my wife told me that, she goes, well, don't you listen to your shows? And I go, well, I don't really like the sound of my voice. Sometimes I hear the sound of my voice. I hear my breathing. I hear the... I think I should be breathing through my nose more, not be a mouth breather. Probably would be better. But I could... The point is, when I can't use these things, I... I try to blame technology. I try to blame the uh, programming, the people that built the application. When a lot of these things could be me or just the way unforeseen circumstances. You know, the gentleman that was uh, demoing the application to me, he he said they're, they're in the middle of a redesign. So, and it, or it just could be the way I'm doing it. It could be something I did, like the cell phone, like the cell phone. I always feel the need, even though at work, I'll accept the blame for someone else's uh, blunders. I shouldn't even say blunders, but honest mistakes. When it comes to something personal that I'm doing, I'm always seeking to blame someone. When I'm driving down the road and... I'm not moving along as quite as fast as I want to. And people are kind of moving around, and the person in the left lane is driving real slow, slower than the speed limit. And the people on the right are doing the same thing. And you go, uh, you want to blame tourists. Because, yeah, they're looking around, even though there's nothing to see until you get to an open area where you can see water. Uh, yeah, you're, you're always thinking... Something to blame. And I thought today when I was getting all these multiple, you know, with the uh, accessing my part-time jobs website, my cell phone, the new application, and now doing the podcast. I'm sorry if you get a little thing. I touched the microphone, so you'll probably hear a little scratch. Uh, I was working myself into a frenzy. I was frenzied. Oh, that's ironic that I said that, but I won't explain that. Because it would... See, that's a, that's a private joke between me and me. That's stupid. I know that's stupid, but uh, it's, not, it's not something creepy or anything like that. I just don't want to get anybody in trouble or denigrate a product that I'm not exactly sure it's their issue. It could be mine. And that's what I thought about. And a lot of times when you start blaming yourself, that's also bad too. Because you could be thinking, oh, if you're always blaming yourself for uh, mistakes and not the circumstances, you could get kind of negative about your situation or your place in life. 
I made a vow yesterday, last night before I went to bed, that I was going to go and complete things today. Yes, I was. I did. I did get up, went to one of my meetings. I like to go to one of my meetings. I go to that's in the front of the phone book. That happens to have a certain number of steps involved in it, and I went to that. Still not feeling perfect. I went to the gym to get a good workout on. Tried to access the work uh, program there at the site, and that didn't quite work out. But And then I came home. And I said, you know, I'm going to accomplish something. Instead of avoiding, I do have a propensity of uh, blaming, also blaming myself. Doing things that are counterproductive or doing things that are called slothful. You ever hear of slothful? No one uses that anymore. Lazy. When you're procrastinating, not doing things. And today I just wanted to take care of business. And I did work on it. I did. I vowed to get the phone uh, fixed for some reason. I don't know why I vowed. Because there there's a possibility. There's always a possibility that it could be outside of my control. And that vow would be fruitless. That would have, I would have seen how I handled that. That would have been... Interesting. But, I mean, we all know, instead of calling it blame, I like to call it the reasons for some, some things not working and not getting too down on it, right? Not getting too down on yourself, on other people, and just accomplishing things. Like I made a vow to myself. And it did work. I did I did resolve because of the one thing with my phone, which was two of the three. Two of the things two of the three things were resolved. I will eventually, I will eventually resolve the third item. And I won't be frustrated by that. I'll just be happy that when it's over. I just sent a text. You know, I told you about that text, and I'm hoping to get a response and just say, hey, listen, let's figure this out. I just want to see how it works, and we can get the ball rolling. Um, you know, As soon as I can generate some of this income, this is my dreams. I'm going to share you the dream I have, the dream I have, the progress. I don't even know what to call it a dream. I want to get someone Hire somebody just to do my sound and to, you know, do some cleanup. Doesn't have to be perfect. And help me with live shows when we go on to, uh, when it, well, I, I don't know if they're going to be live or remote because you got the keys are here. I am blaming. Blaming internet companies now, that's maybe wrong. But it's really hard to do a live show remotely on the internet when you don't have, I don't want to say, when you don't have reliable internet. And the internet's the way we connect to everything, at least when it comes to podcasting. So, 
But my idea is to make it a little more professional, a little cleaner. I can concentrate on content, think about questions, do that other show, and free up my time. Free up my time to do more content, more shows, do the other show. This, that, and the other thing. I think that was a Kennedy a Kennedy quote. We'll do this and the other things not because they're easy, but because they're hard. That was the shittiest Kennedy uh, impression I, I could have done. I've done better before. I got to just think, oorah. Mm. I got to psych myself up to again. But whatever. It's... It's right when he did that thing where we'll land a man on the moon by the, the end of this decade. And, uh, but we do, we do these things, not because they're easy, because they're hard. And that's the only way you can accomplish anything really noteworthy is if it's difficult or appears difficult. And it's better to do it without placing blame or looking for blame. It's better looking for solutions. I mean, you got to find the reasons for why something's not working out, but that, and that could, you could say, hey, Jim, that's blame. But you can heart, you can focus on the problem or you can focus on the solution. And I'm focusing, I'm making a commitment to focus on solutions. Like the raspiness of my voice. I don't know why it's so raspy. This is not my normal voice. I got to find my voice. It's a lot of, you know, it sounds raspy. I I sound old, but I'm not that old. I keep on saying, oh, I got to watch. I got to stop doing that stuff too. I got to stop. That's blame too. Blaming years, age. Uh there's just a lot of work to go around. And I hope you can resolve any issues you might have. I'm not saying you do. You may not have any issues anyway. You could probably listen to this and say, boy, this guy has a lot of problems. No, I don't. I don't have a lot of problems. I have a lot of solutions. I have a lot of solutions I have to find. <laughs> and that's it for today. I'd like to thank you for listening. I'll be back. I want to send, once again, send a shout out to uh, anybody being infected by that hurricane, uh, Fiona. And uh, there's a lot of good uh, charities out there to um, do. Just do a little research. It's not that hard to see who's a a reliable one. And uh, I will be back on Thursday. I'll talk to you later. Have a great day. Bye.